live and online at flatriverpreps.com. Let's go to the gym for tonight's action. All right, thank you, Brad Beam. We are live here tonight from Sandy Creek High School, bringing you this D19 Subdistrict Basketball Tournament. Girls basketball, the second season has begun. Want to welcome you into the New Tech pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leaders. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. That's Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. And we are broadcasting live tonight from the Husker Power Products broadcast booth. Brandon Peoples alongside Nick Queering. Yeah, the second season begins, Nick. This is always a fun time of the year. You know, this is the best time of the year, Brandon. I mean, this is, you know, for a lot of these teams, it's winter go home. And in a situation like that, you know, you, you see a, an extra level of competition. You see an extra level of hustle when the season's on the line. You never know what you might see. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, we got four teams here vying for potentially a championship in Class D1. A lot of basketball still yet to be played. Of course, you got to win your sub-district to go on to the districts, which is next week. And then from there, anything can happen. So right. you, you just never know. You don't. And, you know, even, you know, in a mismatch like we, you know, on paper tonight, right here in this first game with Franklin and Axtell, Franklin comes in one and seventeen. I mean, the record is what it is. Axtell seventeen and six. So, you know, on paper, it looks like Axtell should run away with this one. But, you know, like I say, I hate those sports cliches so yeah. much. But that's why they play the games. <laughs> that's exactly right. And you know, yeah, for a team like Axtell, you can't overlook this Franklin Flyer team because you have a bad night and they play well. You never know. You know, it could be a close game and an upset. Right. And, you know, I'm sure Franklin's coming in thinking that exact thing. If they can get a couple bounces to go their way, a couple shots to fall early, you never know what's going to happen. And, you know, that's that's the exciting part about this. Yeah, the season hasn't gone the way you want it, but right now you have an opportunity to play here in the postseason. You win, you keep playing. You lose, well, season's over. Absolutely. Again, the, the winner of tonight's ball games, we have two of them for you lined up here on the breeze uh we'll play in the championship thursday night right back here at sandy creek uh, the late game features blue hill versus lawrence nelson a couple of teams coming in with winning records 14 and 7 for blue hill 17 and 6 for lawrence nelson we expect that game to be a, a good one you know we do and you know i spoke to uh, lawrence nelson's head coach kathy biltoft earlier in the season and you know when i spoke to her they were struggling a little bit they were looking to turn the corner and put together a really good season, and they have 17 and six. I mean, that's that's a really great record. And 14 and seven for Blue Hill is nothing to scoff at either. So, you know, we're hoping to have a couple really good games here tonight. All right. Well, we want to say thanks to all of our sponsors bringing you tonight's ball game. Our presenting sponsors they include Husker Power Products, your full service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, Nebraska, and Mary Lenny Healthcare, your care our inspiration we're going to take a break come back to the uh, pregame show and by brought to you by new tech pre uh, new tech seed right after this working with melanin is like being with family you know everyone that you work with um, you know a little bit about them you know about their family it's just a natural thing that's the strength of morrison cancer center and Mary Lanning hospital the diversity. 
because you're pulling talents from different parts of the world. We have the best doctors and nurses around, so I think that patients can have the best treatment near home. We're all interested in different things, but we complement one another. I think we make a great combination because we speak to different strengths. Cancer patients are amazing. It's very important to be there for them in these tough, tough times as their friend, as well as their doctor. Mary Lining Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark at 308-750-6060 or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. New Tech Seed, undisputed Midwest yield leader. The Breeze, 94.5. And welcome back in once again, the New Tech Free Game Show here on The Breeze, 94.5. Brandon Peoples and Nick Quaring just moments away from tip-off in this one between uh, Blue, or between uh, Axtell, actually, and Franklin, Blue Hill, and uh, Lawrence Nelson. Lawrence Nelson, yeah, that'll be the, the game that follows us here tonight. <laughs> uh, we told you about uh, that subdistrict. The opposite side of that subdistrict is the D110, uh, getting underway tonight from Southern Valley. <clears throat> it actually got going last night. They had game one, a bunny bracket game, which Alma came out of that. And they are taking on number one seed Cambridge tonight at 6 o'clock. Arapahoe takes on Bertrand tonight at 7.30. And then, of course, the winners will play Thursday night, and whoever comes out of that subdistrict will play the winner of this subdistrict uh, next Friday for the district finals. So... We'll be kind of keeping tabs on, on those games tonight as uh, the night continues. There's other area teams playing. D18 Subdistrict out at Kearney Catholic tonight features Elm Creek and Twin Loop. And then Overton versus Ansley Litchfield. Uh, D17 being played at Grand Island Central Catholic tonight. That features Kennesaw and Harvard at 6. Central Valley and Heartland Lutheran in the game to follow that. And uh, that's all of the uh, area matchups, I believe, for D1. D2, there are a few contests uh, in our area. Let's see here. D2, uh, there's one in Minden tonight. Uh, the D2-7 subdistrict, Loomis and Wilcox-Hildreth at 6. Red Cloud and Silver Lake in the late game tonight. So uh, lots of lots of area teams uh, in action this evening. It's going to be a lot of fun. I love basketball. I do too. And I, I, love, I love tournament time, and it's a great time of year. You know, the weather's, the weather's been nice for us right now. There's lots of basketball being played in tons of different places in the complicated world of the sub-district tournament. You know, it can get a little confusing, but, you know, people can always check HastingsLink.com if they're looking for any of the local action that we have on our stations. Yeah, and that, that's a good point. We have a, lot of, uh, we have a lot of games on our airwaves tonight. I know Mike Will heading up to Aurora this evening. He's got uh, the... Uh, St. Cecilia contest as they look to uh, advance in their subdistrict. They've had a really good season, and uh, you can hear that on KHAS. Actually, I believe that's uh, getting underway uh, very Pretty soon. Much right now, yeah, yeah. And, and they're taking on the Cardinals up there from Donovan Trumbull, and might not have been the season that the Donovan Trumbull girl Cardinals were looking for, but you know, it's somewhat of a rivalry game. They see each other, you know, a couple times a year. So you know, like we were saying earlier, you never know what's going to happen. 
No, you, you, you just never know. And, of course, uh, Doug Duda on the on Classic Hits tonight, he's got some basketball from Hastings High tonight. Uh, I know he's got the Kearney Catholic game. Uh, who else is playing in that? Do you remember? Uh, Kearney Catholic and it's either Wood River or Gibbon. I think it's, I think it was Gibbon. I'm not sure. Yeah. But you can find those, again, on Classic Kiss 98.9 tonight. Doug Duda bringing you those. Let's uh, go ahead and really quick run through the uh, starting lineups as we're just a couple minutes away from tip-off here. Well, let's start with the Franklin Flyers, who are a 1-17 and 17 on the year, and they'll go this way. We've got Cassandra Sadoff. She's a 5-6 sophomore. Lilia Aberly, a 5-6 sophomore. Kirsten Plank, a 5-10 junior. Sierra Bruce, a 5'7 sophomore, and Jordan Wilbur, a 5'4 sophomore. Head coach of the Franklin Flyers is Merle Dorn, assisted by Jamie Silas. So again, Sadoff, Aberly, Plank, Bruce, and Wilbur for the Franklin Flyers. The Axtell Wildcats tonight, they'll go this way. It'll be Ashley Snell, a 5'5 junior. Reagan Miller, a 5'5 junior. Uh, Emmy Nickel, a 5'5 sophomore. And then the Twins, 5'9", junior season Melema, and 5'10", junior Sophie Melema. Head coach is Kelly Cooksley. He's assisted by Eric Miller and Justin Moore. So, again, it'll be Snell, Miller, Nickel, and the Melema sisters starting for the Axtell Wildcats, who are 17-6. and You know, it should be a good one here tonight, Brandon. Uh, interesting note, only one senior combined between these two teams. So we got a lot of young players out here, Axtell season, you know, going the way they want, going into the postseason. Franklin, obviously, I'm sure not what they were looking for when they started practices last fall, so we'll see how it ends up. All right, again, it's the D19 Sub-District Tournament getting set to start here tonight from Sandy Creek High School. And we've got the action coming up here just momentarily as the starting lineup's being introduced here in the gym. And then we'll be back after this break to bring you the opening tip when we come back here on The Breeze 94.5. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is the leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. 
Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back into our broadcast here on The Breeze 94.5. I want to say thanks again to New Tech Seed bringing you our broadcast, our uh, pregame show here this evening. Again, uh, New Tech is your yield leaders. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes. Coaches and teams in and out of the game, Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. And we are set for the opening tip-off here, Axtell and Franklin. Axtell in their white uniforms, purple trim. Red uniforms for Franklin with white trim. And the opening tip goes to the Franklin Flyers, controlled in the forecourt by Lilia Aberly. Now they get it over on the right wing, a three-point shot on the way, in and out. Rebound in the hands of Axtell. And we'll see how they start off with their first possession going the other way. And a turnover to start things off. Not the way either team <laughs> hoped to start. Nope, a little rough here. Sure, there's some nerves involved. And so now Franklin with their second possession, trying to get it across the timeline. They do. They work it to the top of the key near the free throw line. Shot on the way from... Uh, Lilia Aberly, no good. Rebound, though, goes to Franklin. And another shot, again, from the free-throw line. No good. This time, the rebound goes to Axtell. So now Axtell going to try once again here to get something set up here. First possession was a turnover. Now they get it down on the baseline to Sophie Melema. Now kicks it out. And it's season Melema with the three-point shot. Nice inside-out game. Dump it down into the post. Right back out to the three-point line. Wide open shot, three points. Axtell's on the board. So here comes Franklin back the other way. Almost lost control of the basketball there. They get it to Sadoff. Now up to Lilia Aberle. They throw it into the corner and out of bounds. Axtell comes up empty here on their uh, third possession. And now it'll be brought up the floor for the Wildcats by Reagan Miller. And oh. trying to get off a pass down on the deep on the right wing. They threw it out of bounds. And she passed it right to her. Wasn't ready. Over her head, out of bounds. A little bit of sloppy play here early on. Let's see what these uh, two teams can get going. Oh, not a whole lot of uh, rhythm yet to this one. And now coming across, ball slapped away by an Axtell player out of the hands of Jordan Wilbur. It'll stay with the Flyers. Yeah, right now, Brandon, we have as many turnovers as we have points. It's never a good thing. Nope. <laughs> Gets it out of the baseline. Wilbur clears it out. Comes back around the perimeter. They work it on the right side now to Sadoff in the high post. Cross-court pass, and they go down to the baseline with Sierra Bruce. Back around the perimeter, down into the post, and kicks it back out. Wilbur for an 18-foot jumper. It won't fall. Nice rebound there underneath, though, and a foul as Kirsten Plank pulled it down, and she draws the foul. You know, there's, there's good ball movement going on right now. The 
you know, they're moving the ball around the perimeter, trying to get it inside. Offensive rebounding could be a key in this game if Franklin's able to grab a few of those. Those are easy points. Absolutely. And the first shot by uh, Wilbur is good. Actually, that's uh, Sierra Bruce. It's so quiet you could hear a pin drop in the gymnasium. (laughs) There's another offensive rebound right there. Missed free throw. And so Franklin with another opportunity. Here comes a jumper. This time Bruce... Can't connect. Rebound, Axtell. Three to one, just under six minutes to go here in the first quarter. The Wildcats with a shot off, and I believe that was uh, Reagan Miller. Reagan Miller, yep. Uh, two points. 5-1 now, lead for the Wildcats. Franklin struggling to get it across the floor. They're facing a little bit of backcourt pressure. They do get it across. Yeah, it looks like, uh, looks like Axtell's really wanted to push the tempo here as they force the turnover and get out on the fast break. Yeah, there's a steal. Ashley Snell will go all the way and had it actually cleanly blocked by Jordan Wilbur. Good job, and, but they get their own rebound, and Reagan Miller able to put it back in. Miller, back-to-back baskets for Axtell. Nice moves off the dribble. Again, Axtell trying to force a turnover in the backcourt, but Franklin with other ideas. Here comes Cassandra Sadoff into the high post. Lilia Aberley. A little bit of contact there. She makes the shot. And it's 7-3 in favor of Axtell. Good job by Franklin trying to hang in this one early, even though, you know, like we said in the pregame, it appears on paper that they're overmatched, but they're doing a good job trailing by four. Now here's an open three deep on the left wing. Good. And that is season Melema. That's her second of the night. Not going to be able to hang in it long if they give up wide open threes like that. And they've they've got the, the... the people that can shoot it. Definitely. Another turnover. And the season Melema comes up with it, finds an open girl down the floor, Reagan Miller. Nothing open down on the baseline, and now a foul as it's cleared out along the perimeter. I believe that might be Sierra Bruce whistled for the foul. I believe that was Plank right there. Okay. 32 instead of 33. <laughs> it's hard to tell from our vantage point sometimes. <laughs> That's right. It won't be free throws as the foul was on the floor, not in the act of shooting. So Axtell will inbound it, and it's quickly tipped out of bounds. Good defense that time by the Flyers. Well, Franklin's going to need more play like that. They're going to need more aggressive defensive play, try to cut into the passing lanes, pick off some balls, and keep themselves in this ballgame. Now they'll throw it in from the sideline. It goes into the hands of Caitlin Callen, who's checked in. Ball tipped momentarily and back into the hands of Callen. Almost took an extra step. Caught herself. Reagan Miller back to Callen up top. Back to Miller. Now Callen will shoot the three from the top of the key. No good. It's airballed. But the offensive rebound cleared out. And then put back wouldn't go. Here comes Franklin the other way. Down 10-3. Now the ball slapped out of bounds. And it will stay with the Flyers. Not a lot of uh, clean play on either end. Defense has kind of been the key so far. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of turnovers, balls going out of bounds, you know, some unwieldy passes, but it's still early in the ball game. I'm sure both these teams, you know, like I said before, some nerves going on, just trying to get into a rhythm. And I think if Franklin can get the ball inside like they just did, it's probably their best route to stay in this game. Yeah, the shot was no good. Here comes Axtell back the other way. Callen down to the baseline. Uh, they get it to Paige Kirby, and nothing there. They swing it back out along the perimeter into the hands of Sophie Melema. Spins around. Now it goes deep on the right wing. Cross-court pass. Those are always dangerous, but 
And Axtell doing a good job of moving the ball. Here's Paige Kirby with a running jumper in the lane. The bank is open, Brandon. The bank is open. Kirby gets the first bench points of the night for Axtell. It's 12-3 with three minutes and change to go. And now a layup right underneath the hoop, Kirsten Plank. It was a good move to get baseline. They didn't seal off. She was able to maneuver inside, go off the glass, and get the two. Nice play. Wildcats have it. Swinging around left side. Back top of the key. Nothing uh, has been open along the, per- or, uh, along the baseline. Most of their shots have been jump shots. Franklin's doing a good job keeping, up, keeping Axtell out of the paint right now. Now here's a foot on the perimeter on the line. Shot was not good by Paige Kirby. The uh, defensive rebound goes to Franklin back the other way. Sierra Bruce, the 15-footer from the right side, won't go. Offensive rebound, though. And now it'll be Jordan Wilbur for a three. It won't go. Another offensive rebound. Putback still won't go. This time it was Kirsten Plank. And, well, that was three opportunities missed by Franklin. You're going to have to get some of those to fall. When you're a 1-17 team and you're playing a team that, you know, on paper is way outmatching you. You're going to have, when you get those opportunities that close to the bucket, you're really going to have to convert. You got to cash in. That's, there's no question about that. Three opportunities there and you come up empty. So Axtell now gets the ball after a turnover. Going to be brought up the floor by Ashley Snell between the circles. Bounce pass to the left. Working around the right side now and it's into the hands of Emmy Nickel. Back along, they go cross court, moving the ball very well along the perimeter. Another cross-court pass, this time down to the baseline, and getting tripped up was Emmy Nickel. Otherwise, she might have had a lane to the hoop. Like you said, Brady, they're doing a great job swinging the ball from side to side, from wing up, back up top, back to the other wing, really making that defense work and rotate from side to side, looking for an open look. So it's Axtell ball now along the baseline. They work it down low, and that's uh, Ashley Snell trying to get a layup there, trying to get a little elbow room, and... You get a foul underneath. Going to go against Franklin. Oh, she was able to grab her own rebound off the missed layup, draw the foul, and you know if they keep drawing fouls like this, I think Franklin's definitely going to be in some trouble here, Brandon. Yeah, they uh, whistled that on uh, number thirty, but I, I guess that's Carson Hauserman. And now a shot put in there, and I did not see who scored that. Did you see who scored that? Yes, sir. The scoring that basket was Camille Fischler. Okay, no official, yeah. They put it on the wrong side of the scoreboard there. It <laughs> should be 14-5, to 5, not 12-7. to 7. Now they fix it. And back at the other end, a uh, ball goes out of bounds. I believe it was a block shot right there by Axtell. Franklin will retain possession on the baseline under their own basket. Inbound pass. Oh, five count? Or we have a foul. What do we have? Uh, looks like a foul called right there on Axtell. I believe that was season Melima called for the foul. It's the second team foul on the Wildcats, and we're going to see a whole lot of rotation now coming in for them. We've got the starters back in. Reagan Miller, Ashley Snell back in there. Looks like Emmy Nickel, and now we get a timeout. 1.33 left to go here in the first. It's Axtell 14, Franklin 5. We'll take a timeout with them back after this on The Breeze. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings. 
auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. The Breeze 94.5. Brandon Peoples, Nick Clearing with you here at Sandy Creek. D19 Subdistrict Basketball Action. Max Tell holding on to a 14-5 lead over Franklin, but Franklin with the basketball. And there's a shot to the hoop by Kirsten Plank, and it just comes up empty. I think she might have gotten away with a walk on that. Uh, It'll look like a walk, look like a little bit of a foul. A couple things, you know, may have been able to be called right there, but as it sits, as it sits, Max Tell gets the ball. So here they come down the other way. Just a little over a minute to go here in the first quarter. Deep in the corner, Reagan Miller is slapped away. Good defense by Sierra Bruce. Nice play there. Like I said, they got to play those passing lanes, try to force some turnovers. Otherwise, this uh, this one could get out of hand, Brandon. Axtell with the basketball from the left side. They enter it in down the baseline, and we've got some good defense being played on underneath. Actually, what Franklin's doing a good job of keeping things open or keeping things shut down underneath. You know, they are. They're playing great defense down in the post. And, you know, they teach the young kids when you get the ball in the post, don't put it behind your head. Easy place for a defender to get a hand on it. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, they called a jump ball. And Franklin, meanwhile, goes the other way. They didn't uh, dribble a whole lot on that possession. They had some quick passes. And the ball goes out of bounds. They retain possession. Underneath. Shot put up off the glass. Again, uh, Kirsten Plank, but, man, just coming up empty. She's had some rotten luck. Meanwhile, the Wildcats go the other way on the fast break. Reagan Miller can't convert the layup. There is a whistle, and it goes out of bounds. Looks like Franklin got the block, like you said, playing good post defense, but they are just not able to convert on the offensive end when they get good looks. And here's Axtell with a three-point shot on the way by Miller. It won't go. And a rebound cleared out of there by Sierra Bruce. Now on the fast break, trying to get going. There was a two-on-two, and it was slapped away from behind by Camille Fischel, the freshman. It was great hustle to get back. Boy, it looked like Franklin had an easy path to the basket, and that's what they say, hustle, hustle, hustle. That's, why, that's probably why they make you do all those uh, <laughs> suicide runs in basketball. Those are not fun. No. Not fun. <laughs> Looking to enter it in. They do get it to Sierra Bruce. And now a jump shot from near the free throw line. Lilia Aberley. And again, nothing. Points just so hard to come by for Franklin here early on. Field goal percentage for Franklin. Not good at all here early on. They've had a lot of good looks. they got to get some of those to fall. Now here comes a three after a pump fake from Reagan Miller. Won't go. but Get a body foul underneath. This one uh, is actually going to go against Axtell. Franklin playing pretty good defense. They're working on the boards, and they're getting good looks on offense. They should really be a lot closer in this game, if not in the lead. Absolutely, yeah. They had half the shots they've missed. Uh, This is a much closer game. Now a ball slapped away from near the forecourt. And get it ahead to Sierra Bruce on the baseline, and it goes out of bounds. Deflected by a Wildcat player. 5.7 seconds remain. Franklin needs to come up with points here on this possession. Entered in on the perimeter. 
And it goes to Jordan Wilbur for a three, and she connects. That's a big shot. And the first quarter comes to an end. That's quite the way to end the first quarter, especially after missing, I don't know, seven or eight shots from inside five feet. So 14 to 8 uh, is your score after one quarter of play. It is Axtell leading Franklin here. We'll be back with more basketball right after this on The Breeze. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. The Breeze, 94.5. Welcome back into the Husker Power Products broadcast booth. Powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings. It is Axtell leading 14-8 here as we start the second quarter over the Franklin Flyers. And now a steal on their first possession of the second quarter. They get it down to Jordan Wilbur. Jump shot off the glass. No good. Rebound cleared out of there, though, by Kirsten Plank. She fights her way on the baseline. Ball loose now on the floor, and we're going to get a tie-up situation here, it looks like. If the pattern continues, the story of this game is going to be missed opportunities for Franklin without a doubt. Uh, they, they catch a break here. They do retain the possession on the alternating arrow. Now having t- difficulty entering in the pass, they do get it before the five count. Now to Wilbur for three. Shot wouldn't go, and another offensive rebound by Kirsten Plank. She's having a great game on the glass. She's got three offensive rebounds here early in this game. However, she is shooting about one for seven right now. There's a blocked shot underneath. Sierra Bruce couldn't connect. Like uh, one of the Melima sisters got in there and blocked it away. There comes Axtell back the other way, set up in their half court. Cassandra, or uh, check that, Reagan Miller with the basketball. The dribble pass. They're working along the perimeter. Looks like Franklin is in the 2-3 zone right now, really forcing Axtell to work from the outside. Three-point shot would not fall for Emmy Nickel. And, and then on the rebound, we get a foul. Well, I thought oh. it was a foul. Nope, looks like a jump ball right there. Is tough play under there. They're fighting for rebounds. I mean, this is a tough play game, but Franklin just suffering right now. Can't get anything to fall from in close. Got to score the basketball. That's the name of the game here. And yep. so <laughs> Sophie Mellema goes up. She draws a foul on her jump shot. Now we'll see free throws. You know, interestingly enough, you know, it's pretty standard. The team that sco- scores the most points ends up winning the ball game. So when you're missing shots from inside 5, 10 feet in the paint, it's really going to hurt you in the long run. It's been a good game so far here for Franklin. You expect Axtell to pick things up here at some point. They've uh, had kind of a slow start here, a little bit sluggish, and there's uh, Melima with both free throws hit, her first two points for Sophie. 16-8 to eight is our score now. We get a foul right along the uh, timeline. 
Let's see. That's going to go against the Wildcats. I believe that was that one was on Ashley Snell. That is their third uh, team, fourth team foul. First on Snell. Or fit, uh, yeah, it is on Snell. Entry pass on the way into the backcourt. Jordan Wilbur, she is uh, shot okay for Franklin. She hit the uh, three to close out the first quarter. Wilbur actually the leading scorer for Franklin, averaging about eight and a half points a game for a team that only averages 27 points per game. And now they're working around Wilbur, right side, back up top, and spinning around, pivoting. Cassandra Sadoff, they get it now up top to Lilia Aberley, working around the right side, drives to the hoop, cut off, and knocked away by Reagan Miller. Great physical defense there, beating your opponent to the point of attack, cutting them off, knocking the ball out of bounds. That's just how they teach it. So it'll be flyer basketball from the baseline, 6-14 to play in the second. Entry pass this time. A little too strong to the hoop, Kirsten Plank. Boy, she's had a tough night shooting. She's, nothing's falling for her. Another good look. Great play off the inbounds right there. They got it inside. She had a good look. Got to convert. Got to convert. Paige Kirby now with the basketball. Axtell driving. And again, it'll be uh, Kirby to the hoop. No good. Gets her own rebound. They kick it out to the perimeter. And a two, a long two-point shot. That time for season Melema. That gives her eight in the game. She's got one rebound. And, oh, Franklin able to keep possession after almost turning it over. They're having some trouble right now. Yeah, right along the timeline, they get it down to Wilbur, left side. Now working on down to the high post, kick it back out to Wilbur. Cross-court pass. Ahead to Lily Averly. It's a little bit errant passes here. And uh, this one goes out of bounds by Sierra Bruce. Pretty sure that one went right off of her face. Yeah. Tough play there. It's not fun. Getting hit in the face with a ball is not fun. No, and I've, I've had that. <laughs> I've had that happen a few times. <laughs> I was not a good basketball player in my day. <laughs> Wildcats have it. It's Paige Kirby deep on the wing, and the ball got knocked away. Wildcats will retain possession. Looks like Kirby going to check out. Ashley Snell back in. You know, this rotation for the Wildcats, they're playing eight, nine, ten ladies right now. And you wonder if that's going to really help them in the long run here in this game as Franklin with another steal right there. They're playing great defense inside. Yeah, great defense right in the low post. And then uh, Franklin almost turns it over as uh, season Melema came in and tried to force a steal. You wonder what Franklin, I mean, what can they do? What can they do to stay in this game? They're trailing by 10. A number, I don't even know how many good looks in and around the basket. They're forcing Axtell to take long-distance shots, but they can't get over the hump right now. They've just got to get some open looks to fall here underneath. Now we get a, a tie-up momentarily. <laughs> Reagan Miller rips it away and then draws a foul as she uh, clears the timeline. I think Reagan Miller wanted the ball a little bit more than her opponent right there. She just took it from her. Didn't even give the referees a chance to call the jump ball. Good play. Like stealing a candy from a baby right yeah. there. 18-8, <laughs> our score. Axtell leading here. 4.38 to play and counting. It's Caitlin Callen down to the baseline. They kick it out to Reagan Miller for the three. It's good. And Axtell starting to open things up here just a little bit. Reagan Miller with seven points, the steal right there. She's playing a good ball game, and almost another steal for Miller. 
down there on the baseline as Franklin was trying to get the ball up up the court. It has not been easy for the Flyers to enter the basketball in tonight. They've had Axtell just all over trying to force turnovers. Axtell right now, they are in the 1-2-1 press. They come up with a steal and then turn it over right back to the Flyers. So a little hot potato going on right now, Mr. Peoples. Yes. And now <laughs> another steal, Axtell. Looks like they may try to convert here on this one. Layup goes up and in on the fast break. Caitlin Callen scores it. That's her first bucket of the game. Nice pocket pass from Miller right there to get it to Callen. Easy layup. And Franklin now beats the press. They can set up in their half court. Might want to just try to reset things here a little bit, get a little breathing room. And now they're going to force it up there. Lilia Aberly. Couldn't get the shot to fall. Here comes Axtell back the other way. Perfect word about that last offensive possession for Franklin is they get another steal, but that last offensive possession was forced. Here's Wilbur coming the other way. Had it knocked right away from her. and Boy, Franklin's got to play with a little more control right here, I would think. You know, I mean, exactly what you're saying. They're quite frenetic. They're doesn't look like they know exactly what they want to do. The ball is moving, but it doesn't look like anybody wants to take the shot or make the mistake. That's what good defense will do to you here. And now another steal on the air, on the inbound pass all by herself the other way. Camille Fischel lays it up in the end. She got way ahead of the defense there. and No problem scoring that one. And Franklin just frankly looks tired right now. They're going to call a timeout. 25-8 to eight our score now in favor of Axtell with 3.20 to play here in the second quarter. We'll be back right after this. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that you Why, how badly is Franklin wishing some of those shots would have fallen in the first quarter? Axtell out to an 11-0 run here to start this second quarter. Five minutes in almost. You know, like we've been saying, we might sound like a broken record right now, but it's the story of the game. I mean, missed opportunities for Franklin. They would be right in the thick of this ballgame. This would probably be a 25-21, 25-20 ballgame if Franklin even gets half of their good looks to fall. And now playing against some full-court pressure in the backcourt. They do beat it. And now they get it down. Nice open look underneath, but then quickly there is a defender. Carson Hauserman had a look. I'm not sure if that was Caitlin Callen who jumped in there or one of those. That was Snell who came flying down the court. That pass from Franklin trying to get it under the hoop a little bit late, which allowed Axtell to get the block. Entry pass close to a five count. It's thrown away into the backcourt. Here comes Emmy Nichols. She'll lay it up. No good. Rebound, Franklin. She got it blocked right there on the layup attempt. And the ball into the hands now of Cassandra Sadoff. Stolen away. Here comes Ashley Snell with a layup opportunity. He forces it up, and it's no good. But there is a foul. Sloppy play right now. Really sloppy play. Teams are Both teams are really having trouble holding on to the ball, having uh, solid designed possessions. It's kind of a free-for-all out there right now. Yeah, Lilia Aberly commits a foul her second, and the free throw is no good from uh, 
from uh, Ashley, Ashley Snell. Snell yeah. yeah. Second one is good, and uh, boy, they're three of four from the free throw line. It's good for seventy-five percent. And now a steal on the inbound pass from Franklin. Hex tells uh, Emily Emmy Nickel that time shoots it, misses. Here comes Franklin back the other way, and another steal. Good defense. Wow, that's just beautifully done. And another turnover. Things are moving so quickly here; it's hard to catch up, but. Uh, there was a steal right at midcourt. They went back for a full <laughs> fast break play and then knocked right back away. Franklin's ball. Let's see if one of these teams could really just control the pace of the game right now. Maybe slow it down. We need one of these teams to get some good looks and another turnover. Another one. Yeah, Axtell playing a good defense here at the midcourt. There's a foul, a little contact. Franklin coach uh, wasn't so sure. We're looking at about six turnovers right now for Franklin in the quarter. Four for Axtell. So we got ten turnovers. We still have two minutes, 31 seconds to go in this quarter. And Franklin still has yet to put their first points on the board for the quarter. Yeah, they've gone quiet here in the second quarter. Now it'll be uh, Sophie Melema shooting free throws. That's good for her first one. She's three of three now from the charity stripe. And she hits them both. She's got four points all from the free throw line. 28-8 to eight is our score now in favor of the Wildcats. Franklin's still looking for their first points of the quarter from the free throw line now. Shot put up no good by Lilia Aberley, rebounded by Axtell. More open shots. Still can't come up with anything. You really got a feel for the Franklin Flyers right now. Layup by Sophie Melema won't go in the lane, and she's going to be fouled on her second attempt after getting her own rebound. And she'll be back to the free throw line for the third time now, and, and she's 4-4 so far. Axtell has a team shooting 5 of 6 from the free throw line. 6 of 7 now with that made free throw. 15-0 run right now for the Axtell Wildcats, and Franklin looking to... Looks like they're starting to be a little wore down. Not quite as quick to the ball. Defense, they're letting them get inside a little more, and they're committing more fouls. Second free throw is no good. Here comes Franklin. They do beat the press this time, and now finally get a get on the board here. Emma Gusick with the points off the layup as they beat the fast break, or beat the, beat the press, I should say. But that's how you beat the press. You don't beat the press with the dribble. You beat the press with the pass, and that's how they were able to get down court. Good passes, wide open look. Now Axtell controlling in their half-court offense. Into the corner right side, and Reagan Miller for three. Bounces two times off the rim, but not in. And rebound for Franklin inside a minute and a half to play. They get it down along the left side. High post now, 15-footer from Sierra Bruce won't go. Uh, offensive rebound pulled down by Gusick, and then she is fouled. Uh, and she'll be shooting free throws coming up. Well, there's still... Plenty of time to go in this game if Franklin can put a little something together. You know, maybe cut it to 15 or so by the half. Got a whole different ball game. Free throw is good for Gusick. She's been a little bit of a spark here in the second quarter for the Flyers. Well, I'd say so. She has their only points so far in the quarter, so everything she's given them, they definitely need. Takes a couple bounces on her uh, free throw attempt and can't put it in. We have a lane violation. So she'll shoot another. 
One of the Axtell players would be uh, offsides, if you will, maybe. <laughs> False start. <laughs> False start, yeah. <laughs> Second free throw off the rim, no good. Tip for the rebound, and it goes into the hands of Axtell. Trying to score quickly here. Reagan Miller pulls up, spins in and out. Won't go, and the rebound pulled down by the Flyers. Trailing 29-11 to 11 with a little over a minute to play here in the first half. That last shot went all the way around the rim before popping back out. Sierra Bruce was looking for one of the one of her teammates cutting to the hoop and overthrew her. Eighth turnover for the Franklin Flyers in this quarter. Now we're inside a minute. Reagan Miller will bring it up the floor for the Wildcats. Again, leading by 18 points. They work it on the right side. Now along the left side, back to Miller. She's been one of their hot hands. She's got seven points. Cross-court pass now. They get it to Emmy Nickel. She'll shoot it and connects. A long two-point shot for Nickel. And that is her first points of the game. Just about everybody on the scoring column now for Axtell. Franklin basketball back the other way. Working around the left side of the perimeter. Now they work it between the circles. Into the hands of Wilbur now. Wilbur again shot that three to end the first quarter for the Flyers. Down to 10 seconds. Into Bruce. Same play. Out to Wilbur. They're working it in the corner. Nothing there. High post. Down to two seconds. And time's going to expire. Couldn't get a clean look there as time ran out in the first half. But Axtell, a big second quarter today. They they lead it now 31-11 to here at halftime. Stay tuned. We'll have uh, first-half numbers and take a look at some area scores coming up right after this here on The Breeze 94.5. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Get the good night's sleep that you deserve and save during the Presidential Savings Event at Furniture Direct. Experience a Queen Gel Memory Foam mattress with adjustable base now only $9.99. Buy a Louis Felipe Queen bed for only $199. Up to 24 months special financing subject to credit approval. Hurry into the presidential savings event at Furniture Direct, 930 South Burlington behind Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. We're the Breeze 94.5. Welcome back in the uh, new uh, sports medicine and uh, orthopedic, actually, uh, the Allen Superstore halftime show. We want to thank uh, all of our sponsors for helping us out here tonight. Allen Superstore, get more for your dollar when you shop at 
locally owned Allen Superstore, the You Get More Superstore, West 2nd Street in Hastings. Axtell leading Franklin 31-11 to here in this first game of our doubleheader in the D19 Sub-District Tournament. And uh, right now it's really just been all Wildcats. They got off to a sluggish start here, leading 14-8 to after one quarter of play, but then they really turned up the tempo. Uh, scoring on offense and playing much more aggressive defense, and they really uh, instilled their will there in that second quarter to lead it 31-11. Well, they outscored the uh, Franklin Flyers 17-3 to there in that second quarter, I believe. It was 14-8 to at the end of the first. So, you know, Franklin didn't even get a basket until two minutes, 30 seconds or so left in that second quarter, and that's not going to get it done. You know, like we've been talking about all game, the story hasn't changed. They're getting opportunities. They're getting good looks. You know, and they're playing good defense on Axtell, but they can't get any of their easy shots to fall. No, it's just been a little bit too much of Reagan Miller and Season Melima both scoring. Uh, no, nobody in double digits yet. Melima with eight points, Miller with seven. The other Melima sister, Sophie, she's got five points, which I believe are all from the free throw line. So they've, they've shot well from the free throw line. They're playing good defense. Despite the sluggish start in the first quarter, uh, we kind of expected them at some point, you know, turn it up a little bit, and they right. certainly have. Right. And it just doesn't appear that there's much that Franklin can do right now. I mean, like we talked about in the second quarter, Axtell has an 8, 9, 10 player rotation, and Franklin has 10 total players on their team. So that's really going to come into play here in the second half, and I expect to see Axtell really, you know, extend this 20-point halftime lead especially considering Franklin only averages about 27 points a game anyway. So with the way that they've been playing, you know, they played a good ball game. They just haven't got those bounces to go their way. No, yeah, certainly. Yeah. They don't. They just don't have a lot of uh, scores there. They've had some good looks. As we mentioned, uh, was it Kirsten Plank? She's come up short so many times. She's done a very good job. I don't want to discount her play at all. She's no. had numerous offensive rebounds. Great play on defense, but every time she gets a look, the good shots, they're just not falling. Well, you know, I mean, you can get as many good looks as you can in a game, and if they don't fall, they don't fall. And you can play as hard as you want, but if you can't get the easy ones to fall, you're going to have a tough night. And if they're going to give you those shots, you've really got to make them. You know, they, they teach you that from when you're a little kid. you got to make that first one, you know, and they're even getting offensive rebounds. I mean, Planks worked hard on the offensive boards, had three or four of them here early in the game, and they come up empty. But, you know, it seems to be the story of the Franklin Flyers season. They're only shooting 25% from the field on the year, which I imagine is you probably have figured out that's what led to the 1-17 record. Absolutely. 31-11 is the halftime score. Again, you're listening to the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. You can always get more for your dollar when you shop a locally owned Allen Superstore, the You Get More Superstore, located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. Again, uh, we will be back here in just a moment. We're going to update you on some other area scores. Uh, I do have uh, just updated here St. Cecilia leading 61-31 over Donovan Trumbull with about a minute to play. So thank you uh, for that update there. Looks like they're going to move on in their sub-district. We'll take a look at some other area scores Right after this, here on the Breeze 94.5. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. The Breeze, 94.5. Oh, welcome back in here on The Breeze. We're going to check the Furniture Direct score updates here on KLIQ. We deliver the score. Furniture Direct delivers to your door. Get free local delivery, setup, and removal on any Beautyrest mattress purchase. Get more than what you expect when you shop Furniture Direct just south of Sonic and Hastings and at FurnitureDirectHastings.net. Well, it has gone final in their sub-district tournament game. St. Cecilia defeats Donovan Trumbull 63-31, to so they'll play again on Thursday night. Uh, other area scores, Superior leading the Fillmore Central girls at halftime 26-19. to uh, Let's see, we've got, uh, I saw Carney Catholic, they are all over Wood River, 45-13, that game also at the half. You know, you get some tough, tough matchups here yeah. early on in these sub-district tournaments, but, you know, that's why they play them. Lead out the teams that maybe shouldn't go on and keep the teams that are maybe of a little bit higher tier rolling on through the playoffs. Absolutely. Uh, Exeter Milligan, they took control in the second quarter. Sounds a lot like our game here. 38-12, they lead Dorchester now at the half. Let's see if we have any other updates here. Uh, not from around the area here, but uh, St. Mary's leading Ewing. The half of their D26 sub, 34-10. to 10. St. Mary's had a, has had a good girls program the last few years. Stanton, yes, sir. Stanton at halftime leading Battle Creek, 34-16. Uh, looks like Gretna leading, uh, uh, trailing Omaha Scott, 49-42. Don't know what, uh, through three quarters I, of play. Oh, High-scoring game there. Yes, sir. Looks like we're about ready to get action started back here at... Sandy Creek High School, home of the Cougars. 
Right on, and we want to again thank all of our sponsors, Marylanding Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, Nebraska, are presenting sponsors tonight. We open up with a turnover here by Franklin as Axtell driving the other way. Looks like Ashley Snell got a little tangled up there and draws a foul. Obviously not the start that Franklin needed to come out, turn it over on their first possession when they're trying to dig into this what seems at this point an insurmountable 20-point lead. Tell you what, these uh, coaches definitely get an A for their dress tonight. Suits and ties. It's a black tie affair here in Sandy Creek this evening. <laughs> Certainly is. Three-point shot missed from Emmy Nickel. Here comes X, or, uh, Franklin the other way. Flyers right down the floor. They get it to oh. Kirsten Plank. And layup would not fall. Almost looked like she traveled there. Another layup, point blank. Had a good look. Plank could not get it to go down. She's their 5'10 center in there tonight. And again, she's been all over in that paint. And finally, she gets one to go. She's got to feel good about that one. Kirsten Plank with a nice layup. Well, at least she keeps shooting. You know, maybe that, maybe she'll be able to shake off those misses from earlier in the game and finally get it rolling because she's had some good looks. Wildcats. Working on the perimeter, down on the wing. Now up top of the key, wide open three. Reagan Miller won't fall. Ball sails into the free throw line. Pulled down by Season Melma. She'll drive, puts it up. A tough running jumper would not go from the right side. And now swatted away at midcourt, and we're going to play a hot potato here back and forth as the teams trade turnovers. And it ultimately would go down to Franklin. Back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth we go. It's a game where it's hard to keep track of turnovers. I'm having difficulty, to be <laughs> quite honest. It's not easy. It's definitely a little easier to keep track of field goals and field goal attempts right now, as far as that's concerned. Now a jump shot from the right side. Won't fall for Sierra Bruce. We get a foul, or yeah, a foul there on the floor. Going to go against... Cassandra Sadoff, her first personal foul. It's the second already here on Franklin in the second half. They're down 31-13, a minute and a half gone in the third quarter. Maxtell working it around the perimeter. Working back top of the key. Down down the right wing, along the baseline, skip pass. Nice play. Season Melima from her sister gets a nice look and puts it in the hole. Motion offense, when you're playing against a zone like that, that's how you break it. You find that space. You get it into the paint, and they were able to convert. Ah, back the other way, a good look for Sadoff underneath. She puts it in off the glass and has her first points of the game, now trailing 33-15. Looks like they're playing basketball out there right now. Miller down to the right wing along the baseline. Sophie Melina drives, puts it up, and in. And right now, everybody... Hitting their shots. We've had a scoring explosion here. <laughs> Franklin going the other way. Knocked away on the Axtell sideline. 35-15 now our score. NASCAR pace here early in the third quarter. We got eight <laughs> points already. How about that? I've seen this much points since the first quarter. Now a running turnaround jumper for... Uh, for I do that. Plank again. Yeah. She is getting position anytime she wants it down inside. Axel's not able to keep her out of there. She's definitely got the uh, the size to play post down there, I mean, being a five foot ten inches tall. 
and puts up the first shot and good on the free throw. Good-looking release right there from the free throw line. She's uh, just a junior, so she'll have an, another year here for the Flyers. Definitely has a lot of potential. I'll give her that. Very much so, you know. And for the Flyers, like like we stated earlier, there's only one senior between these two teams as Plank hits her second free throw. But Franklin has a lot of opportunity to grow. And, you know, next season is the next season, and they can do amazing things in the offseason with all these young players. Now a steal, or actually an errant pass, tipped away out of bounds. It'll stay with Axtell. They have the ball with 524 remaining in the third, up by 18 points. Along the perimeter to Miller. High post. Back to Miller again. Trying to work around a screen. They now get it in the paint and knocked away from Camille Fischel. But Axtell able to keep the possession alive with some heads-up play. Miller trying to drive. Cut off. Great ball movement right now by the Wildcats. As they're looking to get the ball to the baseline and try to break. Well, it looks like a 2-1-2 zone right now from the Flyers. Great block right there by Plank. Yeah, Miller trying to drive in. And that was just a clean block. Now Franklin with an opportunity to score it too. Plank goes underneath, drives in, and we're seeing much more aggressive play here from Plank in the paints. This is a completely different team than we saw in that second quarter, Brandon. I mean, they're, they're coming out, they're playing aggressively as it looks like we got a timeout on the floor before we get free throws. That timeout call, it is a full timeout. We'll step aside, back with more basketball after this. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. The Breeze 94.5. All right, we've got free throws coming here for Kirsten Plank as she was fouled on her last possession. Foul was whistled on uh, number 34, Sophia Melema, as Plank puts it down on the first free throw. Plank's fifth point of the quarter. Not a bad start. Misses the second free throw, and it's chased down. By season, Melema, she'll bring it across the floor to Reagan Miller. Miller's a good point guard for the Saxtell Ball Club. In control, not a lot of bad passes. Seems to really orchestrate from the top of the key or the wing for, for Axtell. Again, they get it up to Miller. Now over the left side, looking for something underneath. Back to Miller once again, directing the offense. Down deep on the left wing, and we get a blocking foul. Actually, they're going to say uh, offensive foul. Looks like she stepped on the line there on the baseline as she was trying to get to the basket. But what I was going to mention, Brandon, is that dribble that she put on the floor where she stepped out of bounds was the first time any 
Axtell player had really dribbled that entire possession, all passing. Now Jordan Wilbur steps up, jump up free throw, shot, jump up shot from the free throw line, wouldn't fall. And back the other way comes Axtell. Season Melima grabbing her fourth, third rebound of the game. Again, just working cleanly on the perimeter, looking for shots open on the baseline, but Miller decides to opt for the three-point shot, but wouldn't fall. A good screen there. She got an open look, couldn't get it to go down. Franklin comes the other way. Here comes Wilbur. Now a nice clean look. Backdoor pass right underneath and put in there by Sierra Bruce off the glass. Well, hey, it was 20. It's 15, another five. We got a 10-point ball game. And the Baxtell keeps throwing the ball away like they just did. Oh, it looks like it was tipped, so nope. Franklin does get the ball. And Axtell beginning to rotate a little bit more here. We'll see Ashley Snell back in as well as Emmy Nickel. Need some players, some rest here. Franklin trying to beat the press. They do. It's in the hands of Wilbur, and now an errant pass. Sails out of bounds. It'll go right back to the Wildcats. Got to make the most out of these possessions when you're trying to dig out of a big hole like this. Starting to see some of the Blue Hill and Lawrence Nelson players creep into the gym. Their game coming up next here on the Breeze. Right now it's the Wildcats with the ball. Sees Melma in trouble, trying to break two defenders, and she traveled. What we got right here is we have the official on one side calling the travel, the official on the other side calling the hold, but it looks like the official that called the traveling violation will overrule. So Franklin will get the basketball. And a timeout on the floor, 3.07 left in the third. It's 35-20, Axtell. We're back after this on the breeze. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. The Breeze, 94.5. Uh, Franklin Flyers will inbound it here, working on a fast break as they get it down again to Plank, who's been the hot shooter so far, lays it up and in. Big smile on her face as she comes back down the court. Franklin Flyer fans feeling some energy right now in this Cougar gym. And they've cut the lead now. They've trimmed it down to 13. Now a shot underneath. Good for Camille Fischel. Great answer there by Axtell, trying to silence their opponent's crowd. And now the ball again in the hands of Plank, dribbling with that left hand. Comes inside the perimeter, kicks it out to Wilbur. Around the right side, nice open look on the baseline, driving to the hoop and putting it in. That's Sierra Bruce. 37-24, Axtell. Just over two minutes to play here in the third quarter. Brandon, this is a completely different ball game than we saw in the first half. This team's got to play more consistent, both teams. Yeah, travel and another turnover for Axtell. Wow. Second travel called right there, and Franklin needs to really take advantage right here. Good shot with a three that could cut it to 10. Even, you know, 11 is good for them right now. Get it down to single digits before the fourth quarter. That's always a huge thing. Now, a turnover. 
See how Axtell cashes in here on this possession. A, a layup in the lane and a charge. And a charge. <laughs> Ashley Snell looking for the uh, offensive foul. Great job by Wilbur to, to lead the drive, slide in, get set, take the charge, and give her team another chance and another possession right here. Franklin certainly not quitting here. They doing a good job finally beating the press. Here's Sadoff on the left side, bounce pass. Ooh. That was a wide open pass. Now underneath. One driving to the hoop. That was Carson Houseman couldn't connect. And now Reagan Miller quickly the other way. Lays it up all the way, coast to coast. No good. And here comes Franklin. Now they'll try to run. Sadoff being chased. Reagan Miller strips her from behind. Great defense by Miller. Creeping in from behind to steal that ball. As Franklin thought they had a clear path and thought they had numbers on the offensive end. Once again, great defense by Miller. Meanwhile, Miller uh, bounce passes ahead to Snell and had it knocked away from her on her way to the hoop, but there was a little bit of contact. So uh, foul whistle on Jordan Wilbur. Snell will shoot the free throws. First one good. Tempo is really picked up here in the third quarter. And now I can finally talk without feeling like everyone in the gym can hear me. <laughs> Save free throw is no good. Rebound to Plank, and she'll bring it up the floor. Ahead to Wilbur. Wilbur finds Bruce. Now back to Plank. Jumper this time a little too strong. But Bruce comes up oh. with an offensive rebound and just won't fall. How <laughs> it hit the front of the rim, hit the back of the rim, and came back out. Franklin's got to be wondering what they have to do to get the lid off that basket at the other end there. And now Miller from the right side. Dribble pass down along the baseline. Right back to her. She'll shoot the three this time. No good. Ball sails out of bounds. And we go back to Franklin with just under a minute to play. Field goal percentage for the Axtell Wildcats has really taken a nosedive here in this third quarter as they now take their turn scoring in single digits with only seven points in the quarter. And now here they come, the Flyers the other way. Plank dribbles into the forecourt. Top of the key to Sadoff. Now they're working down to Plank underneath, but it's an errant pass taken away by Axtell. Down to 30 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Wildcats up by 14. Miller over to Melima. That's season Melima. Down on the wing they go, and back over to Melima for the three this time. No good. And the ball sails out of bounds. Back to Franklin with 14 seconds. If Franklin can get a basket here, I mean, that would be really huge for him. But, I mean, they've had a lot of trouble with this press here in the game, so we'll see what happens. Wilbur, double teamed in the backcourt, in trouble. They may have to call timeout. They will break the press after a pass gets off. Into the hands of Plank underneath, puts it up and in. Wow, great job by Plank to fight through two defenders. Control that ball and get the bucket before the end of the third quarter. And, Bring her team to within 12. After three quarters of play, Axtell 38, Franklin 26. Hang on, we've got a good one here in Sandy Creek. We'll be back after this for the finish on the breeze. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. 
The Breeze 94.5. Well, the Flyers certainly haven't quit. They found themselves down well, as many as 18, I believe, in this ball. Right, 20. They were down by 20 at the half, and they fought back, outscoring the Axtell Wildcats by eight there in that third quarter to cut the score to 26-38. And you're right, Brandon. Franklin has not given up. They're playing hard. Got a huge third quarter from Plank there who had had massive trouble scoring the ball early in the early in the game from close to the basket. She had nine points there in that third quarter. So we'll see what Franklin can muster here as they come out in the 2-3 zone looking to stop the Axtell Wildcats. Wildcats with the ball in the perimeter. Working deep on the right wing to Paige Kirby. Now back along the left side. Mellon will drive to the hoop. Lays it up and in. A pretty play right there. Might have even been able to call the foul on that basket. She took a little contact. Able to finish. Great start for the Wildcats. Here come the Flyers back the other direction. They're right at their season average. 26 points. They get it down to Plank. Plank driving. Puts it up off the glass and in. And now the shots that she wasn't getting in the first quarter are starting to fall. If she hits... You know, maybe three-quarters of those early shots. She's probably got close to 30 points by this time in the game. And it is Axtell high post. They get to Melema. Now down to Sophie Melema on the baseline. Back out to Miller. 18-foot jumper. A little too strong off to the right. And a fight for the loose ball. We had some elbows flying there. A little Carl Malone-esque right there. And uh, now a steal back. Here comes Axtell. Reagan Miller will put it up and in. Great defensive sequence right there for both teams as Plank for the Flyers ripped the ball away from an Axtell Wildcat. But then it was once again Reagan Miller swatting the ball out of the air and then ending up with the with the uh, layup on the fast break. And she comes up with another steal here. Yeah, here comes Reagan Miller trying to nice put her cross. on her back. Lost her footing, lost the basketball. Axtell retained possession and now a foul committed by the Flyers. That's going to go against Plank. And for her, I believe that's her second or third foul. Looks like that's her. That looks like that's her third to go along with 15 points in this ballgame. She's played tough, played well. However, the Axtell Wildcats, just a little more firepower as of right now. Wildcats control in the fourth court. Into Miller's hands now deep on the right wing. Ball on the baseline. Ball tipped away. Right back into the hands of Axtell, though. Now they work it around the left side. Running around near the free throw line. Emmy Nickel kicks it out to Miller. Wide open three. Off the back of the rim. Would not fall. And an offensive rebound. She is not afraid to fire. She no. will shoot the ball at any given point. Gets it again. Pump fakes. Puts it up. Wouldn't go. A little bit off the backboard. And now ball sails out of bounds. Right back to the Flyers. Still just under six to play. Franklin down 14. And by off the backboard, you meant the top. Yes. Of the backboard. I think the offensive plan here for Franklin is get it to the post. Fight for those points underneath. Yeah, we'll see where they go right now with Plank. It looks like he's on the bench, so we'll see where they go to get some point production. On the right side now, cutting to the hoop was uh, Lilia Aberley, and we get a foul on the floor. That's just the fourth team foul against Axtell. So still three fouls to give. Aberly has two points in the ball game. Still looking to get going here in the second half. Dribble pass inside goes to Bruce. She'll now bring it along the perimeter. In the hands of Hauserman. And now Sadoff 
Way out between the circles. Down low, right side, cutting to the hoop, lays it up and in. That is Emma Gusick, who has come on strong off the bench here tonight. She's got five points. They've needed every one of them as they cut this lead all the way back down to 12. Wildcats get it down to the low post. A little Ooh. contact. I don't know. That looked like a clean block from where I sit. I don't know about you. Yeah, it looks like Sadoff's going to get whistled for the foul as Emmy Nickel was driving to the hoop. She'll now shoot a pair. The rule is, you know, nothing easy inside. If you're going to foul, make sure they can't get the opportunity for the three-point play. She hits the first free throw. My free throw shooting has been uh, very good in this game for both teams. They've only had three misses for Franklin and only four misses. Check that, three misses for uh, Axtell. Now four. I jinxed it. Didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> 43-30 our score as Franklin trying to, oh. again, beat the press. They just do, and now it's uh, stripped away. Sophie Melema comes up with it, and now Axtell will take over, setting up in their half court. Oh, so close to breaking the press there. Just couldn't quite finish. A couple more possessions with some scores here, and uh, Axtell probably going to win this ball game here if they can uh, stretch the lead. They're up 13. Miller looking for an open look. Gives it off. And it's Ashley Snell driving to the hoop, and they're going back to the free throw line again. Good job moving the ball from side to side, back up top. That way they can find those gaps in that zone that Franklin's playing. You got to cut to the middle. You got to penetrate, and that's exactly what Axtell did to draw the foul. Ashley Snell connects on another one there. She is now 3 of 5 from the charity stripe tonight. All three of her points coming from the free throw line so far in this game. Second one off the rim, no good, but there is a uh, offensive rebound, and then it's uh, putback was not good, so Franklin comes up with it, now we're going to foul from behind. Now the ref's just getting a little whistle happy out there, although that was an uh, obvious foul. Yeah, there, there was contact there. It was definitely a foul. However, at this point in the game, you know, both teams are playing hard, mm -hmm. and sometimes you got to let those go and just let the teams keep playing. Official whistle for the foul, her third. And now Axtell, or Franklin rather, trying to beat the press again. Ooh, not a great spot to pick up your dribble up there near the trap. What a pass. And going up with the shot, Reggie Miller lays it up, but it does not fall. And Franklin will take back over as it goes out of bounds. Entry pass. And moving across the timeline, it's Sadoff's hands. Does not drag her pivot foot. Now Wilbur will just launch a three and connects. That was from deep, Brandon. Two, three steps outside the three-point line. Her first points since the first quarter, and they really needed her throughout this ballgame. Now season, Melema can't connect from three-point land, and Franklin comes back up with the ball. Look now who it's it is. Up, and it's Miller. And who's got the alternating arrow? It looks like it's the Flyers. Still have to beat the press here. He tossed into Bruce. Sierra Bruce right back to Wilbur. Now into the hands of Plank. Plank oh. is going to be stripped from behind, dribbling with that left hand. When you're dribbling down like that, you got a defender coming up. Where are your teammates? Where are they? They need to be yelling wolf. they got to help you out because you don't have eyes in the back of your head. Opportunity here for Franklin. Down 11. They get it to Wilbur. She's going to toss up another three. That one a little bit forced here. Loose ball. 
Rebounded by Franklin, but then stolen away. And here comes Axtell. They want to run. Two on two. Jump shot. Put up by Snell. Won't fall. Rebound. Taken by Melima. That's season Melima. Timeout called by Axtell. 3.22 to play in this one. It's Axtell 44. Franklin 33. We're back right after this here on Breeze 94.5. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust, what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. The Breeze 94.5. Brandon Peoples, Nick Quaring, live at the Husker Power Products broadcast booth here at Sandy Creek High School. Update you here on a couple more scores on the Furniture Direct scoreboard. The Desher girls fell to friend, 55-32. I don't think anyone's really surprised by that one. Nope. St. Mary's, uh, they let's see, uh, they lead Ewing by a lot, fifty-two to nineteen. <laughs> Omar Scud survives Gretna, sixty-six, sixty-three, and Carney Catholic final over Wood River, seventy-one, nineteen. Is that a technical sports broadcaster term? They lead by a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when it gets to be that big of a lead, wow. <laughs> Axtell enters it into Melima. That's season Melima. She'll bring it up along the uh, almost out near the timeline. And now I think maybe they might try to force Franklin to foul and take the air out of the basketball here. Yeah, it looks like they're just looking to move it around. They are cutting through the middle, trying to find that space as they rotate the ball from side to side, trying to find gaps in that zone. But they are in no hurry. No hurry at all right now. Inside, three minutes to play, and Franklin down by 11. Uh, if you're an Axtell fan, you might be a little surprised that uh, you know that they had to go to this at all. As much of a mismatch as it seemed on paper. And boy, what a nice effort by Wilbur trying to save it from going out of bounds. Wow. Great, great defense right there from Jordan Wilbur of Franklin. Stripping the ball from Melamo. Almost coming up with a steal in the backcourt, but just ran out of real estate as she slid to the sideline. Timeout called on the floor. We'll step aside. We'll take a 30-second break. We're right back after this on The Breeze. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. The Breeze 94.5. The timeline again, looking like they want to try to take the air out of the ball. Like 16 fouls. Now Miller comes inside, lays it up and in, found a lane to the hoop. Little crossover right there, found some space, was able to split as they were trying to trap her. So before the defense got there, able to penetrate. Nobody left underneath the basket. Miller now with 11, and now we get a long two-point shot from Bruce. It won't go, and Axtell pulls down the rebound. 
leading 46-33 with two minutes to play here in the quarter. And the Wildcats will only look for good looks right now, and that one was blocked. Emmy Nickel blocked from behind by Sadoff. Wilbur now breaks the timeline, gets it ahead to Plank. Pull-up jumper from 15, would not fall. Fight for the loose ball on the floor, and we have a jump ball. Both teams still playing tough, Brandon. It's always good to see, although it looks like Axtell, despite, you know, giving Franklin a ton of good looks, Franklin has given Axtell everything they wanted here this evening. And now another timeout on the floor. We'll, we'll keep it here this time around. i got to just kudos to Franklin. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, when you come in at 1-17, and 17, I, I believe, yeah, going up against a 17-6 and six team, you, you figure... Okay, this match, this game is probably going to go in favor of the team with a better record. But, you know, if, if some of those shots, we go, keep going back to the first quarter, some of those shots fall, we have a much closer ball game, and who knows, we might have an upset here. All those shots missed in the first quarter, I have no doubt that this game would be tied. It'd be a one, two point game at max. And, you know, like, like we said, if you're Franklin, you look up at that scoreboard, and right now at this point, it's all about what if. What could what could have been but to come in play as hard as they played there's been a really pretty entertaining basketball game and they have to be proud franklin france fans should be proud this team should be proud because they've come out and they fought hard tonight yeah definitely a lot of pride for the city of franklin and uh, they've they've played hard tonight that certainly quit is not in their vocabulary as axtell look to enter it in Going full court here. Miller almost steps on the sideline here. Does get the pass off to her teammate, Emmy Nickel. Now down to 90 seconds left here in this one. Up 13. Standing out in the timeline is Season Melima. Works around her sister on a screen. Now trying to get rid of the dribble. And now a timeout called by Axtell. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that timeout was called to save him from a violation there, turning, turning it over on the five count. You know, they, you know they're, they're just trying to hold on to the ball right now. They're just trying to get out of here with the win. They know it's been a tough game, and there's some good passing there on that position, but they look like they were stalling out. So great call right there by, by the uh, Axtell head coach to get the timeout. Hey, look at some other score updates around the state. Sandhill Stedford. Defeating Stapleton tonight in Class D29, 50-25. Central City at halftime leading St. Paul, 29-12. Morrill and Layton out in the uh, panhandle, 26-17. Right now, Morrill on top in that one at halftime. What else do we have? Uh, Shelby Rising City, they defeated Centennial in their sub-district, 45-13. Some lopsided scores here from around the state. Exeter Milligan... Uh, they are leading Dorchester now 50-37 to 37, uh, inside two minutes to play in that one. That may have actually gone final by now. Looks like we're the lucky ones here tonight, Brandon. Yeah, absolutely. Entry pass in to Sophie Bellema. And trying to get off another pass from out near the timeline with Snell. She's got it running. running a little weave here. Miller's got a lane to the hoop. She'll put it up and double dribble. Yeah, no question. Yep. And we're going to get Kirsten Plank back in there, the 5'10 uh, junior. 15 points tonight. 
had a great game leading her flyer basketball team. Pass. Wow, nice steal by Miller. Wow. Plop that one right into the air and comes down with it. <laughs> Axtell with a minute left up 13, still with the full core press. Yeah, they do not let up. They're relentless. Miller now between the circles. Dribble pass over to Melamai again. Not interested in scoring. Don't need to up 13 inside a uh, minute to play here. Just trying to dribble out the clock here. And now we get a foul from Sadoff from behind. And that is the seventh team foul. So it will bring up a one and one opportunity. Well, Brandon, looks like coming up next we got... The Lawrence Nelson Raiders taking on the Bobcats of Blue Hill. That's going to be a good one as we got some fans trickling in. You see the Raider gear walking around here. Ashley Snell connects on the first free throw. Second one on the way is also good. It's now 48-33. We'll see if that score holds up here. Or Franklin will get some more points here before the end of the contest. They again, having difficulty with the press. Sadoff. Comes up with it at the other end. Puts it up too strong off the glass and no good. And Axtell can now just dribble out the clock inside 20 seconds. Miller with it. She'll head out near the timeline. Gives it off to Ashley Snell. Snell dribbles out right at midcourt. Pivots around and get a foul with 1.5 seconds. Really? <laughs> uh, I was going to laugh at the ref on that one. Really? I know. <laughs> Is it completely necessary right now? Uh, that will give a chance for both teams to bring out some bench players and get a little bit of playing time on mop up duty. Snell will shoot the one and one opportunity here. First one good. They have a chance now to get to 50. Second free throw from Snell on the way is also good. And she'll come out. 1.5 seconds remaining. Franklin's last possession coming up here of their season. And the ball game has finished. It'll be Axtell moving on. All smiles on their end as they defeat Franklin here tonight. 50 to 33. Move on to the uh, D19 Subdistrict Tournament. They'll face the winner of our next game, Blue Hill and Lawrence Nelson, which is coming up here in just a bit. Stay tuned. We'll have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. 
Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. The Breeze, 94.5. Oh, it's gone final here at Sandy Creek. Axtell wins it over uh, their counterparts from Franklin, 50-33. to This game uh, could have been a lot different for, for a number of reasons, but Franklin really gave Axtell all they had tonight and played a very good game for three of the four quarters. You know, it, when they look back on it, if they go back and look at this film here after this game, the first quarter is going to tell the entire story. With so many easy looks around the basket within four, five, six feet. And when you go two of 11, two of 12 in the first quarter from inside the paint, it's going to be tough to get it done. But like you were saying, Franklin, nothing to be ashamed of tonight. They gave it their all, and it was a good ball game to watch. Certainly was. By the way, I want to thank our sponsor for bringing you the uh... – Post-game show, New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A lot of points. Uh, a lot of players uh, ended up in double figures. Um, uh, we had uh, Kirsten Plank, who had a little bit of a struggle in the first half. She ended up as the leading scorer of 15 points. Plank had a good second half. I mean, that third quarter was huge. She had nine points there in that second in that third quarter. Excuse me, ends up with nine rebounds, couple block shots. She played tough, but you know we keep we keep going back to the same thing. She missed six, seven shots early on in the game, and I'm sure she won't forget that. But like we said, you know, I mean this this Franklin Flyers team doesn't have a single senior on their roster, so all these girls will be back next year, and they only have one junior, and that's Plank. So she'll come back. She'll be a senior leader. It's still a really young team. So the future is pretty bright for Franklin as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Uh, it all depends on the offseason here, and maybe they'll have some freshmen come up as well. Get in the gym. Absolutely. <laughs> for Axtell, they're moving on. They get 14 points from Season Melima, 11 from Reagan Miller, 9 points for Ashley Snell, most of that coming from the free throw line. Uh, just an excellent game. We haven't seen a whole lot of good free throw shooting in the games that we've covered here together, but this is probably the best night we've seen so far. Yeah, I talk about it a lot. I'm sure you might get tired of hearing it, but free throw shooting is the key to the game. And when you get the free ones, you got to put them in, just like we were talking about with Franklin and missing a lot of close shots early on in this game. There was good free throw shooting tonight, so it was a nice surprise, and it was good to see, so... Let's hope we uh, we get a little bit more of that here in the second game. Yeah, free throw shooting, by the way, 13 of 18 for the Wildcats, 5 of 8 
for the Flyers here tonight. Excellent free throw shooting. By the way, our other scores here tonight for Axtell. i uh, just run them down here. Uh, we had uh, Ashley Snell finishing with nine. Uh, Reagan Miller with 11. Three points for Emmy Nickel. 14 for uh, Season Melima. Seven for Sophie Melima. Two apiece for each uh, Paige Kirby and Caitlin Callen. And four points for Camille Fischel. On the other side, Franklin, 15-point effort from Kirsten Plank, as we mentioned. Six points for Jordan Wilbur, both of those from downtown. Five points apiece for Sierra Bruce and Emma Gusick. And two points apiece for Cassandra Sadoff and Lilia Aberly. Again, it's Axtell moving on as they improve to 18-6. and six. They'll await the winner of our next game. Lawrence Nelson or Blue Hill. We'll find out who wins that game coming up in uh, just about 20 minutes here at Sandy Creek. Should be a good one. Uh, We will step aside for a little bit, come back in about 10 minutes, and bring you the second half of our doubleheader after this on The Breeze 94.5. KLIQ Hastings, The Breeze. 94.5 